0: Having a successful client meeting is extremely important. The challenge is coordinating a team of people to pull it off. In this episode, I share an effective strategy I learned years ago. In fact, I'm still consistently using it today for every client and prospect meeting I facilitate. The framework is extremely simple, easy to remember, and best of all, it's universally applicable to every type of meeting. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity, and how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. I want to share with you a strategy I learned years ago that I'm still using consistently today for all important meetings that I attend, whether that's with a client or a prospect. This technique is extremely effective, especially when you're bringing in multiple people from your company. See, because whenever you're bringing in a team of people right, to to any type of meeting, There's challenges that emerge that need to be addressed. And to my my opinion, there's four key ones. First is getting everybody on the same page and singing from the same song sheet, right? That sounds simple, but it's not that easy, right? Two is delivering value and thought leadership. And by the way, value in my opinion is determined by the client or prospect themselves. Three is ensuring people don't overstep each other or maybe say something that doesn't need to be said. And four is following up on the action items identified in the meeting in a timely manner. The framework that I'm about to share addresses these challenges. It's extremely simple. It's extremely easy to remember and best of all, it's universally applicable in every type of meeting. I call this framework brief, execute debrief. Let's dive in and walk through like each area. Anytime you're bringing in multiple people that's gonna attend a meeting, anybody in the meeting is gonna fall into one of two categories, either they're facilitating the meeting or they're part of the supporting cast. And if you're in charge of facilitating a meeting, you have a responsibility to brief everybody beforehand. On the other hand, if you're joining a co-worker meeting, you also have a responsibility to ensure that you're briefed ahead of time. In my opinion, this is a shared responsibility. It goes both ways. Let's unpack what I mean by brief. First of all, what's the agenda? Right? I mean, I, mean, I personally believe every meeting should have an agenda. An agenda defines the purpose of the meeting. The agenda is not something you wing or reveal for the first time at the beginning of the meeting because that's gonna catch people off guard. In my opinion, the agenda needs to be shared before the meeting with every participant and it needs to be communicated also with the client because in my opinion, the first, the most successful meetings is when you and the client agree beforehand on the topics you're gonna cover and in what order. I know this sounds like common sense, but guess what? Common sense is not always common practice. I've had some people tell me that this isn't always practical. Like they attend way too many meetings that they can't craft an agenda for all of them. And my response is, seriously? I mean, how long does it really take? I mean, agenda doesn't have to be complex. It could be three to five bullets. I mean, like, think about that. You, you should be able to, 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 to articulate your thoughts on what you want to cover when you put together a calendar invite. Here's the three things I want to cover. Having a simple agenda, right, keeps everybody on track. Let's continue to unpack this. What's the goal of the meeting? What are you trying to accomplish? What role is everybody expected to play? Because if you don't have a role, why are you even there, right? What obstacles do you anticipate emerging during the meeting? That's a really important question to think about ahead of time. Why so you're better prepared to address them and alleviate their concerns when they occur. And the the follow on question that you have to think about for that is who's gonna answer them, right? Who's gonna answer, who's gonna address those concerns if they emerge? that's one of my favorite pregame questions to get people on the same page. I love to get that out on the table ahead of time. For example, let's just say I'm, I'm the person that's a salesperson. If that's the case, I'll say I'll handle all questions related to price negotiation, direct them to me. If Maybe I identify someone else to handle questions related to implementation and maybe someone else is gonna address questions related to support. Just as an example, right? I have found that identifying roles ahead of time puts you in a position to present a unified image and minimizes any risk of overstepping each other in front of the client. Lastly, ensure ensure that everybody does their homework on the people who are participating. If you're leading the meeting, you have a responsibility to also share what you know about the people you're gonna be meeting with, right? What's important to them? What are some of their hot buttons? Why so people can avoid them, right? At the very least, you should encourage people to look up the client or the participants in the meeting on LinkedIn. Look for areas of common interest, right? Maybe you went to the, to the, to the same college. Maybe you lived in the same town. Maybe you, you have a mutual connection or friend. You never know what kind of information you might uncover that serves as a great conversation starter. Right? A lot of people know that I come from upstate New York, right? I can't tell you the number of people that, that that right there alone has served as a great conversation start for me. I became immediate friends with people from upstate New York when I find that we somebody went to a similar college or knows a similar person from upstate. Really cool. As you close your briefing session, review meeting logistics simply to ensure that everybody's on the same page and, and knows the details. Taking the time, whether it's five minutes or thirty to brief your team ahead of time always proves to be extremely beneficial. If nothing else, it removes any ambiguity or any anxiety about the meeting. If you have any additional best practices that you found to be really helpful for you and your team, do me a favor, drop them in the comments. I'd love to hear them and I'm confident others will as well. Okay, let's talk about execution. The next element of the framework is to execute according to the plan. There is nothing more frustrating that when someone on your team calls an audible that throws everybody off track. My advice, stay on topic. Execute according to the pregame plan. Everybody should participate and provide an opportunity to add their thought leadership where it's appropriate. It's important to remember that you challenge ideas, not people. You can build a lot of rapport with people when you workshop ideas together. Avoid side conversations, right? And whenever you do, turn off your cell phone, right? I can't tell you, again, once again, it sounds like common sense, but it's not always common practice. I can't tell you the number of meetings or video calls I've been on when some crazy, ridiculous ringtone goes off. It's wicked distracting. Lastly, take a lot of notes. I get really upset with colleagues who don't take notes. Whether you're on video or not, take notes. Well, taking notes sends a positive signal that you're detail-oriented, and it also helps you remember action actions and other relevant points. Okay. Last but not least, debrief. This is important, probably the most overlooked aspect of any meeting because why everybody's in such a rush to get to the next meeting. I discovered that the more meetings I have, the more important it is for me to debrief. I don't know about you, but like, I have way too much stuff pouring through my head to remember everything. A quick debrief session with the people who attended the meeting with my team saves me a lot of time later. Share what you learn and observe. I mean, it's a proven fact. Two people can sit in the same meeting. They can hear the same thing, but they can interpret things completely different. And when you gain everybody's perspective, in my opinion, that's pure gold. What went well? What didn't go as intended? What would you do differently next time? This is a learning opportunity and oftentimes presents a teachable moment for those who might be more junior. What action items were were captured? Who owns them? And what are the expectations regarding the follow-up? I can't tell you the number of times I witnessed teammates getting pissed off at each other later because expectations on a follow-up weren't clearly defined. Make sure you coordinate at the very least who's going to send a follow-up email to the client that's going to outline agreed-upon next steps and action items. And by the way, that's a really good best practice. (laughs) It's best to do this the same day. And if that's not always possible, at least within the next 24 hours. Brief, execute, debrief. This is a simple framework. It's also easy to remember and best of all, it ensures a successful and effective client meeting. Whether it's business, your team, or yourself. If you wanna unlock the log jam that typically stands in the way of success, I encourage you or maybe someone in your team to sign up for our next Move the Needle Challenge and I'll personally help you. I'll personally work with you or someone in your team to move the needle on something important for yourself, or your team, or your business. If you're interested, the link's in the description. Also, if you or maybe some of your team needs a little extra guidance, maybe they they got to want to help getting the right mindset right for an effective client interaction. Maybe they're kind of stuck in their own self doubt. I encourage you to, uh, I also included a link in the description for a free masterclass I offer. It's, it's called Mindset Shift, where I help people kind of like shift their mindset and, and gain the courage to overcome self doubt in any situation. The link I also included for that in the description. Again, if you're interested. If you want to make meaningful progress on something important, I invite you to join the Move the Needle Challenge. To learn more, follow the link in the description or visit movetheneedlechallenge.com. Again, movetheneedlechallenge.com. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves your best. Enjoy your week and I'll talk to you in the next episode.